Welcome back to the Kaiku Podcast. My name is Corey. Uh, oh my gosh, you're not Chris or Chris, so I got confused for a minute. Don and Randy are with me. <laughs> Hello. Hi, I am also not Chris. Yeah, uh, two not Chris's with me. Um, I finally found someone who's I'm not so named Chris to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm not Chris. <laughs> yeah, Poor um, Chris. Returning champion Don from previous Slam Dunk episodes as well as a couple other ones. And for the Manga in Your Ears listeners, uh, we talked about the extremely, definitely manga Power Rangers over yeah. there. Um, but today, we're going to talk about uh, the first Slam Dunk, which I keep wanting to call Slam Dunk the first. It's not what it's called. <laughs> That's Lupin the first. Yeah. That's absolutely uh, what I typed in my uh, browser just. I feel like I'm not the only one. Um, all right, but, uh, this is a, uh, uh, for those that are not familiar with Slam Dunk, um, this is a movie about Slam Dunk, the original manga, followed by the anime, this continuation of that anime. It centers around uh, Ryota Miyagi, who is the point guard for Shohoku, the main team in, uh, in the show, and he has... Four teammates, uh, Hanamichi Sakuragi, who is the main character of the uh, of the mainline TV show, Akagi, who is the captain, Mitsui, who is a punk, and Rukawa, who is constantly at odds with Sakuragi. Um, but that's the the basic gist of it. Following that, it's your um, I mean, I won't say pain by numbers sports anime, but like at the very base level, it does the same thing of them playing the sport and having interspersing moments between there. Um, but this movie is about uh, Ryota, who we, we go back into his past when he is uh, a wee lad in, I believe, elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, elementary school. Um, it's about um, how he uh, grew up in Okinawa. He had a brother. Uh, he has a sister. Um, but at the very beginning of his story, his father has passed away, and then... He's at odds with his brother a little bit, who he grew up with. Uh, I mean, who gave him his interest in basketball. Um, following that, or soon following that, his brother also passed away. Kind of ruined the family. Um, Nagane, they, they fell apart way, but like obviously that is two tragic events pretty close to each other. Uh, and, and the family does not react. Um, well, I would say reacted pretty much as well as you could expect a family to react to those two events in a row but interspersing that the shohoku basketball team is facing against uh perennial inter high champions sano high school and we kind of don't really get a connective tissue between the two until about three quarters of the way through the movie um spoiler cast as always here so if you've not seen the film you're about to be spoiled on it but it turns out that uh ryoko's brother is someone who always wanted to play for uh an underdog in Okinawa, he wanted to beat up on Sano. He wanted to be the one to uh, to finally beat them. Um, but it turns out it's, uh, it's Ryota and his buggies at Shohoku that, that get the W against Sano. Um, and Don, I know we talked about all all the previous Slam Dunk anime in previous episodes, which I'll link to in the show notes. But uh, Randy, what is your background with Slam Dunk? Have you watched the anime, read the manga? I like the opening a lot, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, it's always been something that I've meant to get to, um, and, and probably the manga more more so, but it's something that I just never got around to. Uh, so this was the opportunity for me to finally experience Slam Dunk, and uh, I think it was one of the best ways to do so. Yeah, right. I actually saw the movie with some people who they had only ever seen the first two episodes of each show. And mm-hmm. they liked it too. They liked it a lot. So I was like, "Yeah, it's not a first a slam dunk because you don't really need to know." Right? No, I don't think so at all. Like, I knew that that Sakuragi is the main character, um, and seeing the movie just from a completely different perspective, uh, and like seeing like him do his main character things almost in the background of this movie was really, really fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. to see but it worked uh, out really well as like an introduction to adding too. Yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. really cool too because uh i don't think Corey mentioned it yet but the movie is directed by the or- original mangaka that's right mm-hmm. i did not mention that because i'm I did not prepare anything like i usually <laughs> do but i dig my desk um as i as i try to dane always yells at me for for doing that but oh you know. no you're doing fine <laughs> you know i've only been doing this for Dear God, uh, seven years? Wow, has it been that long already? <laughs> wow. Apparently. Yeah, I think wow. so. Dang. Um, but yeah, as God says, directed by Takahiko Adoya and written by him as well, I was reading some of the Wikipedia article before we jumped on, um, and back in 2003, he was asked if he wanted to make a slam dunk movie where the TV anime left off, uh, but he said no, and then six years later, Inoue, his office, approached uh, Maksui, a producer at Toei, um, to say that, hey, I'm interested in this now. Uh, so that's 2009. And then um, over a period of five years, they got together a bunch of people to try to start to make this movie. And now we are in uh, 2014 when Inoue gave the green light to the film with Maxui. And uh, eventually 2018, motion capture and models for the movie started in 2021. The movie officially began pro- official production on some like drawing things and such mm. um now it's 2023 it was released 2022 december in japan uh but we're getting it started a month or so ago right in the in north america mm-hmm. i say in the u.s sorry randy but i remember yeah okay. I, we mostly get everything the same okay cool um but yeah i think this is a good uh introduction to to slam dunk the whole series there there is some missing connective tissue uh especially between um uh sakuragi and rukawa like you get the general just that they just don't like each other we don't really know why they have this rivalry um mitsui gets a little bit of a, a short straw as well he gets like a, a lot of scenes in there um where you get to see his backstory of not being in the basketball club as being a punk as i said a yankee and then joining it later on, along with uh, Miyagi, and then Akagi gets the, the shortest row, I would say, um, where he's just portrayed as the captain and authority figure. And I think that's fine for the context of the movie, um, and hopefully interest people to check out the whole anime, which I believe is still streaming on Crunchyroll, John? I believe so, yes, because... Yeah. Uh, the the people I saw it with, they did watch the first couple episodes on Crunchyroll. Okay, cool. I believe they started putting it on YouTube as well. Nice. Yeah, the um, that was a, week, a few weeks ago. Official Toei channel uh started putting it out in like a higher definition than 
the one on Crunchyroll. That's right. That's right. Okay. We did get the original anime at some point in the U.S., right? Like in a, a not 13 episode only released by Senegaim a couple of years ago. Yeah, really kind of shitty mm-hmm. uh, bare bones release that nobody bought, so they didn't release any more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. Uh, so. <sighs> yeah, a handful of people <laughs> like you and I yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's it. <laughs> well, all right. Um, that's a long-winged way of, of uh, introducing the movie, but I did very much enjoy the movie. As someone who's watched the entire TV series, I've not read the manga, uh, which is something that I really want to do. Um, the manga is so good, and I wish that, like, Inoue's manga famously is not available in the U.S., mm-hmm. which I think is such a crime because it is so good. But, like, I'm assuming it's either one of those things, like, I've heard rumors that he doesn't want his stuff out digitally here, uh, but it might just be expensive to license, whatever. Uh, I don't know. But either way, it kind of sucks because I think some of the middle volumes are getting harder to find now. Uh, yeah, from, from what I've understood the rumors are that it was because it was you know his decision yeah. to not um, mm-hmm. put it out which is yeah. which is like um and to be honest when i first got the shonen jump online i'm like great i can finally read slam dunk and then it's never, <laughs> it's never appeared. yeah yeah i had a lot of friends who were like why isn't slam dunk on shonen jump app i thought it was in this shonen jump app and i was like if it was yeah. i'd be rereading it yeah. yeah i've always been in this place where i really wanted to read it and i've just never I don't have the money to buy like 30 volumes. Uh, yeah. I, and... I keep hoping that maybe like, I know in Japan they did an omnibus like re-release and you know, I did all new covers and they're really beautiful. And every mm-hmm. time I go to Kinokuniya, I see them and I'm like, <laughs> they're so beautiful. I I wish you were in English and I would buy you. Uh, but uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe Vizzle. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks I, mean, yeah. I just finished buying the Irisa Yatsura volumes and I need another long series to buy. So, like, mm-hmm. I would love it. Uh, I'm working my way through Hunter Hunter. Um, uh, I was a little off topic, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I did like the good movie a lot, but what, what were your all's overall impressions of the film? I was a little worried when they first announced it be- uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, some CG anime doesn't look good. <laughs> and they're not created equal now. No. no. But this one, actually, I thought them doing a lot of, like, motion capture stuff specifically yeah. made the action so much better mm-hmm. than in the old 90s anime. Because, you know, it, it was a 90s TV series. It was Toei. There are some episodes that look like, you know, hot, hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, you know... It, it's it was a long running series and in the 90s some episodes look good and some episodes don't look uh but this overall i feel like it captured the the action really well like there were times where i was like oh i could definitely tell that inoue had like okay i need it to look exactly like this and he set it up like okay you know my motion capture people you got to do this you got to do this and then just like perfect uh because you know, there some shots look better than others, but like when the the actual sports action starts, it really looks like probably better than most sports anime that I've in my life, which isn't a ton, but still. <laughs> and um, so I was I was really pleased with them. Like you could really tell that 
Inoue took his job of directing very seriously, and he has a really good eye for them. And, you know, we we all know that he really loves basketball, so he put his whole heart in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my opinion as well, I'd say. Um, it It's very much the same as uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero that came out, I think mm. that was last year, mm-hmm. uh, in that, like, it has this very interesting mix of uh, CG for like wide shots, but when it's like a character focus, I don't know if it is CG or if it's hand drawn, but it looks hand drawn. Uh, when the when it goes like close ups to character faces, when it's like small character moments, those mm. look those look very hand drawn. I don't know if they actually are or not, but it gives the effect of it. Um, I so feel like, this, like yeah. for those, I feel like for those instances. Uh, where it wasn't like a, a ton of movement, I feel like they probably did do a bit more like hand drawn mm-hmm. working and details into that because yeah. uh, it's my understanding that like when they did the motion capture stuff from like the little clips I've seen, uh, that they basically just overlaid it with like uh, not only 3D animation, but also like here and there they did, you know, add things with like you know traditional computer drawn in yeah so, and it's a, it, it, it leads to a really good effect um in yeah. that like it, it feels like like it doesn't feel like it's a purely cg show like it feels like it's it feels like it's just animate like they just watch and like this new technique that toy has has kind of spearheaded really works out um, yeah it looks mm-hmm. almost like uh the comic book is jumping off the sh- almost mm-hmm. right which is like yeah. a really neat sort of visual style that uh i'm sure is like really hard to pin down and like it doesn't always work there are some shots that like work better but mm-hmm. overall it looked very very good um and i also love the the integration of like the painted backgrounds i thought the backgrounds mm-hmm. looked really beautiful especially like those really like you said those like quiet character moments where they're mm-hmm. like um outside or you know in um ryuta's house they were they were just really really yeah, it's much more like it's really easy to compare it to Dragon Ball because it's the same student and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a lot more muted in terms of color and a lot more realistic uh, because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely also going to echo about like just the eye that Inoue has for, for basketball. There's not a moment in this movie where I was lost as to what was happening with the action. Yeah. Um, and like I'm not. I don't regularly watch basketball. It's not the sport that I go to most often, but I had no problem figuring out everything that was happening the entire yeah. time. Oh yeah. Everything was flowed, super like, clear, s- super yeah. well. Um, mm-hmm. It, it like in the back of my mind, I was like, this is really cool because it reminded me how Satoshi Kon went from being a mangaka to a director because he had such a good eye. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my god! Oh my god! You know way. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Are you gonna be directing stuff from now on? Because this would be really good." Because yeah. like visually, this movie was very beautiful, and like I said, the action was fantastic. It was so easy to follow. Um, I liked the interspersion of uh, Ryuta's backstory and like all the things building up to why this was such an game for him and why it meant so much for him. and like. The real moments of like uh, hardship and grief and stuff that his family had to go through. And it was just really altogether just a phenomenal. Like there were definitely multiple times where I teared up and cried. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely. Which, yeah. which like, I kind of figured that I would, but I wasn't expecting, like, I tried not to read anything about the plot because I wanted to, um, and I was not expecting it to be such a deep movie. <laughs> no. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I expected a basketball romp and like, we did get like, half of a basketball romp. I mean, a full basketball romp, but like half of the movie was, was the romp and the other half was emotionally destroying uh, and ultimately uplifting story. Mm-hmm. about uh about Ryota. Mm-hmm. um but yeah i was very very struck by the the animation as well like i do watch a fair bit of basketball mostly college um like one thing that like watching a lot of sports anime and particularly shitty sports anime that you notice is when you're watching a sport that you don't watch can you tell what's going on and the answer for a lot of the bad ones is uh, usually no or there's a lot of skills where, like, you can tell the progression of events, but you cannot tell how exactly they got there. Um, right. Yeah, and that works. Like, in a sport like baseball, uh, where we we on this podcast have harped on Ace of Diamond for using a lot of those skills. Um, but in something like basketball, hockey, soccer, there's a lot of fluid movement. You really need to be able to see uh, pretty much second to second. And I did not have any issue with um with following the action here and it was like it was literally like watching a basketball game it was so good yeah Mm -hmm. i think that was something that hurt the original 90s anime a lot because they had to do that they had to you know they were like oh we can't animate all of this stuff like let's focus on some stills and have a character talk about what's going on so nobody gets lost uh but I think this was the movie that Inoue always wanted to have his work, you know? Mm. Like, I think this was what he wanted, which, uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, as much as I love the 90s show, and it does have some really great moments, uh, like, you could definitely tell he was like, no, this is my baby, and this is what I want to to put out there. And I was like, oh, it's it's so good. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I, I actually, mean... I actually, when when we went to the theater, I brought, I have a little vintage um, Sakuragi uh, <laughs> plush toy, and I brought him with me, and I put him in the little seat next to me. <laughs> yeah. And I was really shocked when, like, most of the movie was not about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh damn, man! I took you to the movie, and you weren't even in it." <laughs> He would be so pissed if you took him to a movie about him, ostensibly, and it wasn't him. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. I do think they make a really good point of, like, it is focused on Ryota, but they really make a good point of showing why this game is important to every starting player on the team. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, they give, I think they give every character time to shine. Like, every character in the game has a time to shine, and they have their own backstory that works, too. Um, yeah. It definitely, there's definitely like a character, like um, the the one who was the one who was the the delinquent. Um, I definitely had a hard time at times figuring out that he was the long haired one in the flashbacks until like they gave him his own focused flashback. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like every everyone else, like it was really clear where they were coming, like, what to them, and I thought that was really really interesting. Yeah, yeah, and um, it really worked. It's. I will say things like that are more for like the people who know for exactly. sure. Right. Um, and there's a lot of stuff like that in the movie where it's like, here's this character. You're only going to see them a couple of very brief moments, but if you like the series, you're going to know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> 
which was cool. Uh, but like uh, when I was talking to my friends about it, they were like, I didn't know who that was. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you get the feeling that like these characters are probably important, but like you don't know mm -hmm. why because you haven't seen them. Yeah. But it does a good job of um, giving you at the very least the importance in the context of the movie. Mm -hmm. Where like yeah. you, you may not understand why this is important in a larger context for Sakuragi or Ryota or whoever, um, but at least their role in the movie, like, you know what that is. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, and I will say that even though the movie wasn't about Sakuragi, he did get some really, really good moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like literally the, the part where he just jumps on the table and starts screaming, like, I literally gasped because I was like, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 You silly yeah. boy! I love Sakuragi, but like, yeah. oh man! And, and, and it's really interesting to take the focus away from him. Uh, <laughs> it makes it makes him just look like this teammate who's just kind of a wild card, and you don't yeah. know what he's doing. And you, it really puts you in the perspective of of Ryota, where he's like, "This is like my teammate, and he's just kind of this wild guy." And <laughs> and Ryota's taking it very seriously because he knows like the fundamentals, and he knows what it. And there's Sakuragi who's doing. Uh, who's like not quite following the rules and doing its own thing and not like following the etiquette. And mm -hmm. it's, it's such a interesting thing to have like him not be the focus and still do like main character things. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but like, it, it's not that he's, he's the main character of a, of a different story. And that, I think that's just really, really interesting to do. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I've ever seen something like, like that before. Yeah. It is kind of funny seeing like the story from not the main character. Uh, because it gives you, <laughs> like you said, it, it gives you like a whole different like view, viewpoint where you're just like, wow, you do look pretty freaking ridiculous. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, um, well, I was going to ask, actually, uh, uh, did, did you all see this dubbed or sub? Subbed. Subbed. I saw it dubbed, actually. Oh, how is the dub? I assume it's a whole new cast from any previous English dub. Yes, uh, it is... Uh, a modern dub, so there's a lot more like newer voice cast in it. Uh, it was dubbed by NYC Post, which is um, Michael Sinter Nicholas uh, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Studio. Uh, they did a really good job. I thought everyone uh, who was cast did spectacular. I I wasn't disappointed in anyone's uh, casting choices. I thought they all nailed it pretty. Um, I also, I really like that. I think they also changed it in the subtitled version, but they changed um, the nickname yes. for Akaki yeah. uh, to Goliath, yeah. mm -hmm. which yeah. I thought was so much better because it's still like a ridiculous, silly nickname and it gets that kind of across, but it's not kind of racist. Blatantly racist, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoever came up with that, I want to give them the highest of fives because that was a spectacular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did not... Well, we talked about this on the Taiku Movies podcast as well, and Chris has better recollection of the the series where Akagi was not just um, obviously Asian or some sort of uh, descendant of... Or I'm not saying but like living in Japanese, so like or in Japan, in Japan, my goodness. Um, so he's considered Japanese of some sort, but uh, I do not remember whether he was part black as well, which makes it even more problematic that they call yeah. him. Uh, they call him that, but Goliath is a very good translation. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I thought it, it fit really well because it's a, about the same uh, length of the word and mm-hmm. it still starts with a G. And yeah. it's like I said, it's still silly and ridiculous and gets the, mm-hmm. yep. that he's and, a, just a big hulking guy. <laughs> yeah. Crucially, it starts with the same four letters uh, yeah. in, in the Japanese translation to the Katakana. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was also very happy that in the in this new movie, they didn't make him look like caricature right. either. Mm-hmm. He looked like a real dude. Uh, which I really appreciated because there were times in the 90s anime where they kind of do the weird racist caricature kind of thing to his face. Um, and I'm like, Ugh, 90s no. were wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know it was a different time, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, those those kinds of things and like going back to Dragon Ball, Mr. Popo or just kind of things that we have to accept yeah. as uh, a cultural blind spot. In, Unfortunately. in Japan, I mean, especially in Japan, but like also in the U.S. Uh, or in North America. Um, so, but yeah, I think uh, this version they updated it very nice. So kudos, kudos to them for improving on it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it made the uh, the uh, the watching experience all the more better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so done. I mean, you we both watched the original anime. Um, Mm-hmm. Were you uh, pleased, surprised uh, that the main character was Ryota? Disappointed that it wasn't someone else? No, I was really happy because I was like, you know, we've we've seen Sakuragi's story. We know yeah. how it goes. We know how it ends. And uh, as much as I love the, the slam dunk story, it was really cool, like we said, to see it from a different point of view. To see, like, more focus on a different character. Uh, and it's wild to me that, like, Inoue had this whole story about, like, him growing up and, like, having to go through all this stuff. And he could have made an entirely separate series just out of all this, honestly. Uh, but instead, he was like, what if I just integrated it into something new but familiar? And so it was, like, a brand new way to these characters that we already love. And, like... I think that was one of the other things I really loved about it was like, you know, I already love these characters. They mean a lot to me. So like seeing them really going through it, like I was like, oh my God, I forgot how much I cared about these boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was, it was, uh, oh, it was, it was a uh, little heartbreaking, but like also like really like uplifting, like you were saying before, because like him and his family will much story. And like, uh, I was, <laughs> I did not know, I was not prepared that I was going to be seeing a movie about loss and grief and, right. and uh, having to deal with that, your family, and also having to like, deal with like, you know, how do you carry on uh, with something like that feels like, well, am I only doing this because people expect me to? Uh, am I only because... It's what my brother would have wanted. What about me? Like, where do I fit into what about what I want? And I think that even without him really talking verbally about it, like it gets a lot of emotion across, which is really hard for a story. Uh, But like, it was, I I really. Mm -hmm. It really gets a lot across without saying anything outright. Mm -hmm. This whole, Mm -hmm. this whole movie. And I think that's uh, under explaining is something that's very rare for anime. Uh, and I think that that being able to do that 
really worked in its favor. Like, yeah, I th- like, I think yeah. that is one of the the one of the bonuses of like one of the plus sides of the actual mangaka working on this because mm-hmm. who better to know how to show visually a story than a, a mangaka, right? Like mm-hmm. he knew like okay, well I can convey all of the emotion I need with just this and the thing. And I I agree with you that like we are in an era where there's a lot of filmmakers and writers who think that they have to over explain everything because we're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. And I, I absolutely love it when a a creator, a writer, a director is like, no, the audience is smart enough to figure this out. Yeah. I'm thinking like the opening, the opening scene when the brother goes off on the boat and, and like, they don't need to say anything. You know that the brother is not coming back. And the next yeah. thing you see is him putting putting on the wristband. Or, mm-hmm. Like that yeah, was so yeah, heartbreaking yeah. because mm-hmm. I literally like as he was getting on the boat and he started screaming at his brother. I was like, oh no, oh yeah. no, oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's never gonna come back. <laughs> and then he didn't. And I was like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and death flags raised, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yep. You're like, uh oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like not just the the really great moments of transition where it's like you're going from the past to the present, and it's also Buck is also um, like moments with his mom where he's just trying to do these little things to to commemorate his brother, like wearing his t-shirt. Uh, he wears his number when he plays basketball, um, mm-hmm. and he's like sitting in his room reading these basketball magazines, and his mom's finally like, we're putting away. Like she doesn't say any of this, but like she starts actively putting away uh, the brother's things, being like, "No, you can't wear this. You have a shirt of your own." It's like she is trying to. Uh, I mean, obviously, she's trying to cope with this. However, she can. She doesn't really know how. Like, who who would know how in this scenario? But like, her best option in her mind is to just shove it under the rug and be like, "We have to move forward. We have to do something about this." Um, but like none of that is said, uh, and that's like you understood all of that just by her actions and the interactions between those characters. Whereas Ryota wants to really remember him in some sort of physical, tangible way. Oh God! Mm-hmm. And how heartbreaking was it when the his sister is like, "Oh, but he just he, my our brother just left to to yeah. somewhere else. He's gonna come back." And I was like, "Oh no, no!" Yeah, to these <laughs> like two asshole scouts who are. Talking about like, oh, he's not as good as his brother. It's too bad his brother died. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that. Oh god. Yeah. If I had been there, I would have punched those guys in the <laughs> face. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that. You don't. Especially like his mom was right there. Like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Have some they tact. Have, they have to know. Like, I mean, obviously that's like kind of scout speak. You're going to uh, pessimistically talk about a literal teenagers or preteens um when when you're looking for them to play for your team but like have some deck yeah 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 but like i felt so bad for his sister because i was like i can't believe his mom didn't know what to say so she was like um he's gone and he'll come back and i was like oh no oh no (laughs) i mean i felt so bad for the mom because i know like, how hard must that have been to lose not just your husband, but, like, your son in, like, such a short amount of time? Mm-hmm. Like, I know she must have really been going through it, but, like, it was... Right. Talk about a family that needed some 
uh, family therapy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do agree that it was like, as the movie progressed, we do, we do see a lot of like them finally sort of like coming together and realizing like, oh, hey, we are a family. We kind of need together and like talk to each other so we can be a family. Right. Yeah. And I think like the every moment leading up to that when his mom, Ryoka's mom is trying to sweep everything under the rug and he finally comes back after the Sano game and says, uh, you know, we won, we did it. Um, that was kind of like their, this little culminating moment in their lives where it's like you surpassed your brother in the subway, perhaps. Um, and they finally put out a shrine for, uh, for his brother or for the brother that passed away, the son. Um, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful moment where they're, they're allowed to publicly grieve with, with their family, uh, which is like not not allowed up to this point or like it was just understood that you didn't talk about it which is just kind of tragic in its own way yeah it was like they wanted to just pretend that it didn't happen which like when you're dealing with the loss of a family member like i can under like if you've ever gone through something like that there are days there are definitely days where you just want to be like i don't want to think about it i don't want to talk about it i don't want to acknowledge it at all and i can understand that but doing that for years like that couldn't have been so i was really happy when it seemed like they were finally like okay now we're at a place we can act for real grieve and like not just like be sad but like also celebrate that like he was a part of our family and we loved him and i also really liked the (laughs) the little birthday part where they got the cake and they split the cake in half because him and his brother have the same. Mm-hmm. Like, that was so sweet. <laughs> I was just like, man, that also, like, must also hurt, like, so much with the mom to be, like, remembering, you know, your kid's birthday every year because, oh, yeah, you both have the same birthday. So, like, like it or not, I have to celebrate it with right. one of you. And that must have a, have had some big feelings. I can, I can I thought it was also funny that eventually the daughter was like, oh, yeah, you know, he died. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. Like she when she grew up, she realized, like, oh, yeah, that was definitely a lie. <laughs> but ooh. yeah, but, like we uh, we are all having these uh, emotional reactions, not just because it is generally an emotional thing and they're trying to elicit these emotions from me. But like it's presented in such a great way that um we're we're picking up we the audience are able to pick up on things um left on second left um between the lines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean you know the whole thing with him going through like the bullying with the gangs and stuff um i feel like that was interesting to put in there and also really cool because like when you think about that because you know that was a whole sort of arc in the originally too uh so now that we have more context to what was going on outside of the school for that whole part of the story, like, I feel like it's even more ending now. And it kind of makes me want to go back and um, rewatch that part of the anime or read the manga with that. Whole, because I want to see, like, if it specifically ties into certain parts of it. Right. Uh, because it feels like, uh, from what I remember, it feels like there were 
parts that were actually proper, but I can't remember. It's been a long time. I haven't rewatched the, the series since we, we rewatched it for uh, the podcast. So it's <laughs> yeah, been a same. while. That was the first time I watched it. So, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really cool to see like all these, like not just callbacks to the original, but also new stuff that, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, in no way, you genius, you, <laughs> he's so good at this. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just really good at telling stories. Oh, I, oh, oh, so good. So good. I'm really hoping that like when they put out the Blu-ray of this, there's like a, some behind the scenes stuff like the making, cause I would be super interested in hearing like what Inoue has to say if they interviewed I I would love to hear how he got these ideas or like just how he got it in his head that he was like, I'm going to direct an anime now. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it just, it seems so interesting that you go from like, I have never made an anime in my whole life to making a really great sports anime film. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like to, for this to be your first movie, like, holy, holy crap. Yeah. He just knocked it out of the park, man. Yeah, like just think like just the actual just how the actual game goes and how it has just these immense highs and lows mm-hmm. throughout uh, just really, really ends up working. Um, and like, like, I didn't want to get to it yet, but especially the, the, like the last 10 seconds of the game, like oh. then that entire last few minutes of the game is some of the most nail biting edge of your seat watching that I've ever experienced. It's so And it's good. just incredible. Uh, it like, was like watching a real basketball game. Yeah, it is uh, like the very, very. It's like one of the. It, it's the peak of sports anime. It's like it's what you watch sports anime for those moments, and I, that's one of the best ways of ever seeing. Yeah, yeah. Like even my friends who saw it, like they're not sports people like at all. Mm-hmm. And even they were like, "Oh my god, those last few seconds of that game were just <laughs> like intense." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. This is why Slam Dunk is so good, y'all." I was like, "You know, he gets it. He gets yeah. why basketball is so good." Yeah. Like basketball is one of the few sports that I will actually watch because it can be this good like this is what makes good basketball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the comeback like it's such a tense last couple of seconds because um throughout the entire second half Shohoku has to come back from like this was a, a tops of 27 point deficit or something mm-hmm. next because because they're the Sano is doing this constant press where uh, when you do a press in basketball, um, you are on the uh, inbounding team's side of the court, where like usually you just go back on defense, get into your set positions. But in this case, they're on the other side. They're trying to get the ball back as soon as they can, and then just constantly score points, which they do for like well, 15 points in a row. Before Shohoku is just kind of shaken, they're like, "Oh well, dear God, we need points. What can we do?" start missing shots, start being sloppy, and that's how it gets up to that deficit. But they, they all come together, thanks to thanks to Sakuragi. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't know how your audiences usually are, but, like, here in Winnipeg, at the very least, we're usually very quiet. Um, this was the most active I've seen an audience in a movie <laughs> in a long time. Like, just, like, my like my audience audiences here never cheer. And those last few seconds, and, like, the the, the, the final basket, like, the the room erupted with like applause, <laughs> yeah, which was, which was like astounding. Like I, I, you just don't see that reaction ever 
mm-hmm. just like you could tell like the whole the whole theater was in the same like had the same tension the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah. And it was just like a really, really great experience and a great crowd to be with. Um, and, and it really just felt like a sports match. Like, like it just felt like, like you were at a sports game. Yeah. Like, like it was, I, I'm not, I'm not going to forget that experience for a long time. Like it was Aww. just really, 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 really. <laughs> yeah. When, when I saw it, sadly, we saw it like on a weekday afternoon. So mm-hmm. there was maybe like 10 people, but we were still like very much like, uh, kind of hooting and hollering when <laughs> the game was getting really good. Uh, I saw on Twitter, like, I can't remember. I think it was someplace in California. They were doing, like, a cheer-along viewing of wow. the movie. And I was like, oh, that sounds like it would be so much fun. Like, I would love to do that. <laughs> because, like, like you said, it, it it's basically like watching a basketball game. So... Mm-hmm. You would want to cheer and yell and scream for 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 the for Shohoku for our boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah, just like such it, it just evoked such emotion that I didn't like. I knew it was I know and I knew I knew like it was a crowd pleaser before I went into it, but I didn't know any anything about it. And just like to be so affected by by everything by the end, it was just an experience that I never thought. I would have got from this and it was just it just really worked. I'm kind of jealous of the folks that got to see it first at Anime Expo because apparently at their showing they handed out little um uh what do you call it? Those little paper things that you yell through. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stuff like that and I was like, "Oh man, that would have been so fun." <laughs> <laughs> Encouraging me yelling. I mean, you're already at a con. They're going to Yeah, you're already at a con and Yeah, convention yeah. screening is different. Yeah. And it's slam dunk. You know you're going to hoot and holler and yell and zoom. Yeah. It's a sports anime. It's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's probably like super hot in LA too. So you could just cosplay as the, the basketball team. Oh, yeah. I saw some of the, the folks who were working at, with G-Kids and they were all wearing like a Shohoku and Sano um, like mm, uniform, nice. which I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> mm. But I was just like, oh, man, that would that would definitely be a movie that I would love to see crowd. Like, I'm usually not one for like seeing things with big crowds, especially, you know, pandemic wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the energy would just be so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw it on a weekend morning with like four other people. It's very quiet <laughs> overall. But um, I, I think we or at least it felt like the. The tension was felt. Uh, the tension of the boo was felt in the in the theater, um, because I mean I don't know if it was just me uh, projecting on everyone else, but at the end of it, I just felt a, a whole sense of relief from from the whole room after <laughs> after everything happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was just such such a satisfying. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, I went with my went with my friend and like my my friend cries really easy at stuff. And I was like, I wonder how he feels about this movie. And I turned to my side and his face was completely soaked with Aww. tears by the end of it. It was great. Uh, yeah. I, f- I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a real good time. So if you're thinking, hey, should I go see that slam dunk movie? Yes, you, you should. should. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, maybe it's still playing around you. If not, you should at least get when it comes yeah. Uh, there are some theaters in uh, the greater Los Angeles area that are still playing it. 
So yeah, at least go. at least if you're if you're out here in in LA where we just have movies everywhere, you'll you'll be able to see it. But um, perhaps not not as lucky if you're uh, in Iowa, for example. Yeah, but it did play for like a lot longer than I thought it was going to play here. I think it yeah. played for an extra two weeks. Yeah, here they played it for like I think which I like. Wow, I yes. I wasn't expecting because we saw it at um, a Cinemark. And we saw it on a Tuesday, so that me got to see it for half price. Nice. Yeah. Same Love half price case. Yeah. Right. Any uh, closing thoughts on the movie before we jump over to some questions we got? Uh, Slam Dunk is king of sports animes. I don't care uh, how many people are like, done. what about Touch? I'm like, okay, mm, Touch is fine. But, <laughs> but Slam Dunk is the king of sports anime. Like, Slam Dunk was the thing that made Japan fall in love with basketball. Yep. It is so powerful. It is such a good, good series. And this just proves its reigning champion of the sports A. Like, it came back with a vengeance. Like, this movie was so good. And, oh, also, I didn't even get to talk about how the soundtrack freaking whips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this soundtrack was so good. <laughs> It does not have the 90s energy of the opening, which also rocks the original opening. It's but, true. Um, it, it is updated for modern times, and it also rules. Yes, yes. So uh, anyone out there who is, like, never given Slam Junk a chance, I honestly think that, like, you could watch this movie and be like, oh, damn, I got to figure out what this Slam Dunk thing is all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's just so good. So good. Ugh. And you I really, should. I really hope that this isn't the only movie that Inoue ever directs because if this is the kind of stuff he's pulling off like he's got some real talent and I would love to see yeah like a real movie <laughs> that would be pretty cool mm-hmm. since uh he kind of has didn't he stop doing Vagabond because he was like I'd rather do real <laughs> yeah I saw that in 2015 it was the last uh publication gig I believe yeah which eh, I get it <laughs> but also like Womp womp. Yeah. What are you, clamp? (laughs) Yeah, what are you, clamp? (laughs) But I mean, it's in no way. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rangy, any final thoughts here? Yeah. uh, As someone who had minimal experience with Slam Dunk, uh, this movie is something that you can easily just go in and have a great time. Um, Surprisingly emotional. uh, Just absolute peak sports anime like I, I, it doesn't get much better than um mm-hmm. so i would def- you definitely oh randy who's your best boy since this is your first uh, uh slam dunk uh it was probably soccer i like how he's just this i like i just like his like doesn't really care about the rules like will do his own thing and mm-hmm. and like his payoff at the end like mm-hmm. was really really worked you're gonna love him in the anime. I know. Oh, he's so he's so fun in the anime. I yeah. love that boy. I love all of the slam dunk boys. They're very good. But Sakuragi, he's one of my. Yeah. Thanks for waiting. The second part of Slam Dunk will start in a minute. Let's get together in front of TV. All right. Uh, let's move on to some questions here. First off, from Chica Supreme, how does the first Slam Dunk surpass your expectations for it? What do you hope come? What do you hope comes from the outpouring of love for the film? 
Well, uh, like I said, I was not expecting it to be as immoral and sort of like a character study on like grief and loss. Like that was, and I'm glad that like nobody spoiled that for me (laughs) because that was like a a, a big surprise, but like not an unwanted. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show that like Inoue has a lot to say in his work beyond just like sports are cool. (laughs) <laughs> which <laughs> I mean, he does say sports are cool, but like he has a lot more to say. Like it's there's real human emotion behind like all stuff. And really, just fantastic. And um, gosh, what was the other part of the question? It was how did it surpass? Uh, how do you surpass expectations? And then how do you hope? Well, what do you how do you hope, what do you hope comes from the outpouring of love for the film? Uh, I am very happy to see that uh, he old fans of Twitter who remember Slam Dunk have been just making so much more fan art again. (laughs) (laughs) And that just makes me so happy. Uh, And also the, the, the BL artists are out in full force again. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's the nineties again, baby. (laughs) I I was looking at the comic catalog. um, Cause I might be going in winter and I was like, what's there on these days? And I noticed there was a lot more slam dunk. Yep. Yep. They, everyone's coming out of the woodwork. It's, it's back because yep. back in, back in the nineties, there was so much slam dunk. Bill. <laughs> Remember when we were talking about that on the podcast, you're like, Yo. slam dunk has always been gay. Why are you, why are you like, like canonically gay? They're laying naked, not naked, but like shirtless together. Yeah, literally the the ending theme is like they're all laying in a big sweaty pile on the floor together. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, there's there's been a lot. Uh I think I mentioned it on the 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 old podcast which you should go listen to about how there are some very prominent uh mangaka, even like BL mangaka who kind of dipped their toes in the two slam dunk doujinshi or uh made it big. So it's it's great to see that the tradition continues and yep. um it would be great to see you know more more fans uh discover slam dunk even all the years later uh through this movie like going like oh maybe I should check that thing out. Yep. Rangy, what about you? Uh it, it, I had no idea what to expect so it just kind of blew me away in every aspect. I I didn't I didn't expect it to be like this really like like realistic story on like like dealing with grief i thought that was really Mm -hmm. um and just like the way that it absolutely blew me away with with how the game was presented really worked for me um and i i just want the manga to come out again in like an (laughs) easier to buy format like be that digitally or be that in like three in ones i just would like to get it in a way that won't break my bank yeah Um, seriously Reprints. That's what we want, Viz, yeah. for the outpouring of love for the film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if they don't do like a new one, just like reprints would be great. Or just putting mm-hmm. it in, if they're somehow able to put it on the Shonen Jump app, like, oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> I, literally, get I literally just um, put a hold on volume one at my level. <laughs> Yay. They could give it the, uh, you know, Urgosa Yaksura uh, Rama one half yeah. treatment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be fine. so nice. And there's all that new cover art that he did that would be perfect. Yeah. Because they're so beautiful. Every like I said, every time I go to Kinikunya, I'm like, oh <laughs> maybe I should just buy one volume. <laughs> I know there are times where I'm like, what if I just buy one? Because <laughs> I'm like, if I buy one, then they'll be like, yeah, we'll announce it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Exactly. 
<laughs> Isn't that how it always goes? All, all yep. <laughs> um, parenting both of you for the uh, surpassing expectations of the film. Um, I think the animation is definitely one where it's like, oh, of course I expected the animation to be updated, to be closer with uh, average modern day animation, but this is like top top tier animation. Mm-hmm. Um, especially within the understanding of the sport, which is very important for for me uh, as a sports anime connoisseur, I suppose. As I want to understand <laughs> what is happening within the within the game. Um, all right, next question from Izanga. Uh, with the movie focused on Ryota, if another movie is made, who would you like to see featured? Featured, Like another slam dunk movie? Yes. I think it would be in the, um, oh, brain fart. Um, you know, Sakuragi's rival. Um, uh, Ruka. Rukawa. I think it would be interesting to see a movie about Ryukawa because, like, even in the 90s anime, we don't really know a ton of He's pretty quiet. And- He's got to stick up his butt about everything but basketball. Pretty much. And it would be interesting to see, like, you know, what's his home life like? Why is he so quiet? Why is he so, like, yeah. dig, dig a little deeper in there? Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely watch that. But honestly, like, all the characters. So uh, if if he was to do, like, a whole series of movies where it was just, like, a character study of, like, each of the <laughs> Shohoku <laughs> players, mm-hmm. like, I would be totally for that. <laughs> Rangi, any uh, character you latch on to from the movie? Yeah, I, w- I was thinking uh, probably like the captain, I think would be really interesting. It, it would be a, a good focus. Yeah, Akagi. Uh, I think that would be another interesting take, especially like from the perspective of like being in like your final year and seeing like the younger generation come in, mm, seeing yeah. the younger kids come in and like having that kind of perspective would really work for me, I think. And bonus, you'd get, um, you know, a lot of stuff with him. Yeah. It's so always the interesting dynamic between you know him and his sister like, he, got, yeah. he does not have a sister sister complex thankfully but he is Thank overly God. productive i would say <laughs> of, yes of her. Um, and and she was only kind of briefly in the movie so yeah that would be kind of cool you could have her in there mm-hmm. as well yeah um i'll go completely into left field with this one or uh left court i don't know um <laughs> but um like I don't remember much of the bench players either from from the anime, and like that's probably just my horrible memory. But seeing a uh, a movie about the bench players, where it's like they're putting in the work, but there is the there are these five supremely talented individuals. Where in high school basketball, you're pretty much playing all forty minutes, and no one else gets a chance. I think that would be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, some of those characters are, I, I feel like you get to see a bit more of them in the manga, but mm-hmm. still not quite a, a lot. Yeah. So it would be it would be nice to see. Yeah, inspired by the one little moment when Sakuragi had to come out and uh, I forget what his name is, but the third year with the glasses, he comes in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he gets like a couple minutes and he's like, I realize I'm not as good as you, but... <laughs> Uh, it was really special for me, especially as a third year, to be able to play in this game and contribute some way. Yeah. yeah. I did like right. how in, in the flashbacks, he was just wearing a t-shirt that said Megane. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, um, oh my gosh, Chihaya Furu and um, mm-hmm. their, their funny little t-shirts. Yeah. Dana got me a t-shirt, uh, one of Tai Chi's, like say, things make me happy or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the so happiest good. offset from the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right. So next question also from Isangra. Is there a sports anime you'd really like to see get the treatment like the first slam dunk? 
Uh, her answer is Ice Shield 21. Chris says, I am not allowed to say touch. Like everyone else, feel free. <laughs> um, I think it would be interesting to see, like, aim for the ace. It's one of my thoughts. Because mm-hmm. you could, like, there's a lot of girls in that series that are only kind of there, like, inter- intermittent. So, uh, it would be it would be kind of cool to be like okay so how about you know this girl what's her deal uh, in comparison to like these titans of of female tennis <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like how how must it be to to have to try to play against the madam butterfly <laughs> <laughs> it must be very intimidating especially when you have all sorts of other school things but that was really the only one i could of off the top of my head <sighs> Like really hard not to say touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, when you take away touch, it's like, eh. but even then like touch is mostly just like, you know, ba- yeah, yeah. Baseball. But then like all this like romantic off the field. Yeah, stuff. Really about Toxia and I forget her, her name, but yeah, their, their interaction between each other and their growing mm-hmm. up childhood friends. And yeah. So like the, the, they already have like, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah. I, I would actually say, um, just going back to like the early sho- uh, shoujo beat days is a uh, crimson hero. Oh, I would really be interested in, in crimson hero and how that would work. Mm. Uh, it was a volleyball. It was a volleyball uh, manga okay. from mm-hmm. like when shoujo beat first launched as like a monthly. Yeah, yeah. they did yeah. not even release all of this. I don't think they did. Yeah, I don't oh. think they did either because <laughs> nobody wanted to read about girls playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. Which, like, uh, of course. If they release um, it after Haikyuu, then maybe it will. True. Oh, true. Yeah. True. I mean, you get that. Discotech leads to attack number one, too. Riding on the Haikyuu wave. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, still, let's go off a couple random anime. I'm on Anime Planet, or a sports anime. I'm on Anime Planet. So, like, uh, Haikyuu, which is not that new, uh, or not that old. Ippo, um, Major which I think is still getting new seasons, so I don't know if that would quite count. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's Ipo, still going Ipo on. Ipo is still getting new seasons. Or I, I, I don't know how new yeah. the last one is still. It's like 2012 or something like that, so it's a little old at this point, but yeah, and you're still getting stuff. Um, Initial D, mm-hmm. uh, well, one that's, out, I, I think, think is getting new season too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, isn't Initial getting a new thing? Is it? I thought it was. I don't remember. I, yeah, I think it's getting like a new month. Okay, good mm-hmm. for them. Um, uh, Ashia no Joe, which kind of got a new one with yeah. the Gala Box, but ah, uh, yeah, um, that was really see, I'm very surprised Anime Planet does not have a list by rating, which annoys me as I stall for more time to say things like Big Wind Up, Prince of Tennis. Uh, <laughs> well, we did get a new Prince of Tennis thing a while back, but it was like the musical, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, I that was last, wasn't that just text. last year? Yeah, yeah. I, that was pretty recent, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was last summer. Yeah. Oh. It just uh, did not look nice. <laughs> no. Like even even though like the idea of like <laughs> the fact that it's like based on the musicals more than it is actual show kind of intrigues me. Just the fact that it looks so off-putting really took me. Away. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it, but I heard it was one of those things that was like so cheesy it was kind of fun. <laughs> those are those are good though. We like those. Mm-hmm. Um, Giant Killing, Inazuma Eleven, Air Gear, mm. uh, Zoids. Zoids. 
That's a sports anime? I thought that was a mecha thing. It's a it's mecha sports. sports. They play sports, yeah. sports with the Zoids. Okay. Oh, okay. I've never seen it, so... I'm... Neither have I. Um, <laughs> I think I've seen an episode one time. Captain Tsubasa, Princess Nine. That would be a really good one. Oh. Princess Nine was on my was on my mind as well. Okay. Yeah, Princess Nine could be. Mm. Captain Tsubasa, like, that's... That's a classic one, but that also like periodically gets new stuff in mm. Japan, at least. Yeah, that's true. They just had a game not too long ago. Just, yeah, it came out on the Switch here. Yeah, yeah, they released it like worldwide, which I mm-hmm. thought yeah. was a little. I was like, yeah, yeah no one's gonna buy it because who in America knows yeah. who Captain Tsubasa is? Yeah, it got some buzz when it came out from Twitter. Remember? Yeah, because we were all like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I finally found my actual answer scrolling through now the seventh page of Anime Planet. That would be Yawara. I have not oh, seen no. or read any of that, but I would yeah, love to yeah, see a movie yeah. of it. Oh, oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, I, I would be down for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a fan. Which, also, someone, please rescue. Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please. Like, <laughs> huh? Huh? It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a Urasawa. We yeah, yeah. have I, Urasawa. I have a copy of the promo disc when Animego was like, "Hey, email us and we'll send you a promo disc." <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have yeah, I have the like uh, old uh, the old Animego box set that's you know part one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Dana has that too. So that you know, some never, of it. never never got a part two. Uh, yep. But yeah, right. that that would be really great. I I would totally watch a, a Yuara. Yeah. Crimson Hero is a good deep cut, too. I gotta look and see if I can buy those on eBay now. Mm-hmm. I don't think right. probably not that much. Who knows, with the manga resellers out there? I, uh, I've definitely made a lot of money from resellers. <laughs> <laughs> I sold, um, since day... No, it's not that... No, I think I didn't have... Anyway, regardless of how why I sold, I sold my, um, what was it called? The Anime Souls DVDs of uh, Dear Brother for like mm-hmm. $300. Wow! I sold my Eden It's an Endless World volumes for eight hundred. I think. Wow! Wow! Yeah. yeah, that 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 was one of my. Choices. Where were these people when I was selling my extra copies of Maze on Ikoku that were out? Of <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah, anytime Disco Tech gets something, I'm like, all right, let's get rid of it. Make some money yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, literally yeah. the minute they announce something, I'm like, well, this is going to be resold. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Uh, well, with that, uh, it's the end of the episode. End of Sam Young for now, hopefully. But uh, where can we find both of you on the internet, John? Well, you can find my podcast, the Anime Nostalgia Podcast, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You can find the uh, blog at animenostalgia.blogspot.com. We're also on Tumblr, animenostalgia.tumblr.com. Uh, you can find me, uh, just me, on the death rattles of twitter <laughs> at, <laughs> at bunny cartoon yeah. uh i'm also at bunny cartoon on uh blue sky now and uh pretty much any place that you can make a an account i'm seeing where where we're all going to shuffle off to when <laughs> whenever twitter finally kicks the bucket but it's looking like blue sky right now it's looking like it. yeah um and uh trying to think is there anything else? Nah, that's about it yeah Bring. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Blue Sky, anything at social media at Chandiran. Um, and then I make appearances on the Zanen Canada podcast every once in a while. 
Uh, so check me as well. A very good podcast. All right. It's- you can find me on Twitter at Taikumenko, T-A-I-I-K-U-M-E-N-C-O. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Podcast. Um, you can also find me on, on Blue Sky and several other socials I'm under Taikumenko, I think. I think I changed my act enough that it's like chaotic uh chaotic usage all over the place but um i have a link tree in my in my twitter bio if you would like to peruse that um podcast on twitter thank podcast all our episodes over at thankupodcast.com and uh thank you both for coming on talking about slam dunk the first the first slam dunk god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yay let's get together yeah. in front of tv yeah thank you <laughs> oh my gosh i forgot <laughs>